So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast, probably sponsored by John Fowler Solicitors. Big up, Mark Kennedy, as ever, for his support. I'm your host, Roscoe, and I'm joined by my town woman skipper and co-host, Blue Wilson. Always a pleasure. And we're on a high at the moment because the girls got a massive three points, a big win against Watford at the AJ Arena. 1-0 win, Sarah Brazera Carella getting the goal. Blue, how's things? How are you feeling? Still buzzing from Sunday? What a win for the girls. Yeah, it was a big day. Big day Sunday. Um, huge result. Um, and then Shaws were still in the title race. It was a, although, we, you know, people were saying, was it a must-win game? I, I thought it was a must-win game. I think a lot of a lot of the girls did going into it um, in the back of their minds. So that, that fueled a, a decent performance and then the three points. But... I'm doing all right, training hard, um, studying for accountancy exams at the minute, which isn't quite as fun. But, you know, uh, we're getting there, so all good from me. What about you? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm still buzzing from Sunday. You know, what a performance. Uh, as you said, a must-win game. I was going into that game thinking, yeah, we've got to win. If not, it's going to be a hard, hard work. Um, but, yeah, Joe Sheehan side, um, your teammates got the win. And um, yeah, the accountancy thing sounds very tough. Um, mm. Yeah, what's what? What do you have to sort of do in that? Like, what's the what's the sort of hardest thing you have to really revise or research on? Um, so it's like it's you study for three years whilst you're working. Um, so it's like an apprenticeship, and you have sort of fifteen or sixteen exams over those three years. Um, so break it down into blocks. Um, so I'm currently studying audit and assurance. And it sounds about as interesting as it is. So there we go. There we go. Are you good at, at exams? I'm terrible at just sitting tests or anything. Like a lot of people know this, theory tests. I'm struggling with that. That's a theory test. I can't see. I'll be rubbish. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm all right because I know that if I don't do well the first time, I'm only going to have to do it again. So <laughs> first Fair. time, fingers crossed, I've scraped a three, but a pass is a pass. So there we go. Happy days, happy days. Well, um, best of luck with that. Um, we'll give you some updates on how, how Blue's getting on with her accountancy uh, stuff. Um, but let's get right into it, Blue. Let's not muck about. Um, one nil win, back at the AJ Arena in the league. I think, oh, I saw the stat, I think since October, November time. It's, it's been it's been ridiculous how long we've had a home game in the league. because we had Lewis in the um, FA Cup at home, but it's great to be back at, at home. Um, now, it wasn't a classic first half, Blue. Um Thoughts on the first half as a whole. Um, Tash had a big chance, didn't she? She did. She really did. It fell on her right foot um, in sort of the centre of the goal. You could almost say one on the goalkeeper, really. Um, and the goalkeeper's made a good save. I don't think the shot was quite sort of in the corner. Um, but, you know, Tash will be frustrated with that. It's a sort of striker's dream opportunity. But... Um, yeah, full confidence in Tash that she'll she'll bounce back from that. And all in all, that's why that's why we're a team. Football wasn't just about one player; it's it's about all of us. And luckily, Brazil pulled through in the second half. Um, but it was a great chance. I had my head was in my hands for a good thirty seconds. Um, yeah. That's one of those, isn't it? It's, it's football. Yeah, I think if you pick, could pick any player in the team, mm. have the opportunity, Tash. You'd think, yeah, she'll bury that and score it, but just one of those moments, you know. And yeah, it, it's, it was frustrating to see a miss, but um, as you said, um, sort of the first half, 
how would you sort of look at that as a whole? And um, there's a, there's a few chances. I think uh, you know Lafayette really scored from a corner, direct corner, hit the hit the top of the bar, and I thought, oh, here we go, that'd been great. Um, and there was a few other moments, but yeah, we just couldn't find that that, that first goal in the first half. But as you said, Sarah got the goal in the second. But yeah, first half as well wasn't a classic. No, it wasn't. It was scrappy and probably two teams who really like to play good football. I think Watford, on paper, have probably got the best squad in the league with their experience and the mix of youth and experience and internationals and whatever. They've got a really strong squad and a good bench too. Um, but the, the pitch didn't allow, but we knew that the pitch didn't allow for, for either team to play football. Um, it was quite dry, so any bobble would would sort of, yeah, amplify. Um, so it meant that the first half was a little bit scrappy. There was a lot of turnovers, a lot of turnovers. Neither team could ra- uh, really keep hold of the ball. Um, I know Watford had a chance very early, actually, where, which I thought woke us up a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, we we did look dangerous in the corners. Um, I thought Rafi's was in. Every corner, I was saying to the bench, I was like, Megan Waring, this is the yeah. one. This is the one. It hasn't happened yet, but it will. It will happen before the end of the season, I'm sure. Um, but a half-time nil-nil against a good side, I think it's probably, yeah, it's even at that point. And then it's a, a big test of who's going to have the mentality to come out and remain concentrated and, yeah, nudge over the line. Um, and we did that. I think it, yeah, it showed great character, especially towards the end. Um given three weeks ago uh, what happened with that that last-minute equaliser. So, yeah, I I think everyone walked away from that game saying solid performance and actually, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, because yeah, it was such a quick turnaround for playing Watford again after that like heartbreak. And uh, but yeah, Sarah, let's talk about our goal. Sarah was Sarah Carrera with um, with a cracking goal, and I, I literally missed it, Blue. Um, I've got a bit of a story here, um, short story. Um, basically, my nephew actually was um, went to the game for the first time. His first ever actually football match live. He's he's not really got interest in football, and he, he's not bothered with the men's team. But he he's, he knows his big sister's been going, my niece, and uh, he, he was down there watching, and um, he went off. Uh, at half time with his mum to go into the sweet shop and do some bits and bobs. So she, he missed the, well, the second half a little bit because there's loads of cues, which once again, big shout out to the crowd, great atmosphere. Um, but yeah, he came back and I had his little seat and I gave it to him. And of course I looked around. And I was like, oh no, the ball's in the back of the net. And I was like, great. But I was like, ah, I was panicking. So I missed it, Blue. I watched it back. And what a hit and what a ball from Summer. Summer's done so well. Um, to pick up the ball, to to travel with it. And then to put that ball through for Brazero. Brazero's got pace, um, but the ball through was was perfect. Um, and then Brazero, from an angle which you wouldn't expect, has provided the finish. Um, and then, yeah, big celebrations. It came at a nice time. I remember then looking at the clock and still thinking, OK, we've got a while to go here. <laughs> Can we get another one, please? Just to, you know, relax my heart. You know, palpitations were going. Um, but... Uh, a moment of quality when we needed it from from two youngsters, um, which is great to see. Yeah, it's great to see. And yeah, Sarah, of course, had a great week because she scored for England and now she scores the the, the eventual winner of this game. And um, yeah, it was great to see we were able to you know see the game out because you know we scored 
actually early against Watford in the in the away fixture. Um, Lucio Bryan, of course, scored on that goal, and then they scored the late equaliser, unfortunately. But this time we saw the game out. Watford had a late corner blue. And I have to admit, I was a bit worried. They've got some big players. They're one player they've got. I've got what number she was wearing. Um, I think her name's Kalani Pert. And she, she is she's a big player. She's very she's tall. Very tall. Even when she was um up, up against Tash, like Tash is a tall player as well, but she, Tash is like t- up to her, I don't know, not even up to her shoulders. And I'm thinking, well, this is a this is a big player. And I don't think we mentioned it actually in the, the previous chat no. we had about Watford uh, away. I think we just because there's other bits and, and we're just heartbroken about the late equaliser. But <laughs> she was a big player. And even on the ball, she weren't too bad, actually, because you think sometimes tall players they can be a bit not too great on the ball, but I thought she was okay. But um but yeah, they had corner. We had brought on Frag Godfrey. Well done for Joe. Probably he probably saw that and went. When you bring another tall player on, and Fryer is of course a tall player as well. But uh, what are you feeling like going into that, those closing minutes? I think there was like five, six, eight bloody minutes at a time. I want to be brave and confident within my team. And say, yeah, yeah, I was I was relaxed. I knew they had it in the bag. But after last time, I was just <laughs> you always have that that little thing in the back yeah. of your head. Um, I, if I had a bet at that point, I would have said we would would have seen it out. Um, but there is always that because they've got nothing to lose, so they're going to track everything forward. They're going to, you know, they've got they've got more to gain than us. Um, so it does make it difficult. But those are the moments where we need sort of all players. You wouldn't you wouldn't think of Freya as a header, but you know she got that corner away, yep. um, away from the giant. I wonder who's taller actually. The giant from Bridgewater, who's now moved to Oxford. <laughs> yeah. Or the really tall girl, what was her name, Pert, versus um, Watford. I'd like to see, you know, a measurement of that. I- I'm not sure who. Yeah, I can't, to be fair, I can't remember the Bridgewater player. Um, I'm, of course, we'll probably you see. Can't you can't remember. I can't know. I probably, yeah, probably Amy, if I saw a picture. Her name's Goddard, I think. Okay. But anyway, we've, we've obviously signed... A taller mm-hmm. player now, so the the average the average height of our squad is increasing. So we're getting there. It is, it is indeed, and yeah, that they mentioned that player you mentioned is Ollie Turner, um, of course, um, from Billericay, um, signed last week, made a debut, brief debut. Um, I'm sure anybody who wants to make their debut want to make a full ninety minutes, but you know, Joe kept with a team he, he wanted to keep with, and uh, but yeah, Holly, your thoughts on her? How she's been in training, and um, even though she made a brief cameo, I thought she had a few good touches. Um, and yeah, in tra- in the warm up, she she was clinical with her finishes, and I'm sure when she's up fully up to speed, she'll be a good player to have. Yeah, definitely, it's it's nice to bolster the squad, um, particularly in that area. I think it provides good competition to Biggs and Tash. Although we've got strength there, I think com- healthy competition is always good. Um, I think perhaps she might bring something different. Um, but she's a she's a really nice girl actually. Uh, she's been in a couple of sessions now, and she she seems really nice and. Um, I think she's she's obviously been at hashtag before Billericay, so she's been around a few clubs, and she's just looking for some somewhere where she can develop. And uh, yeah, I hope to see a bit more of her, and when she gets up to speed, um, provides a bit of yeah something different from the bench. Um, so yeah, a good, a good signing, I think, Ross. Definitely, and uh, I hate to say this, and you probably don't want this something in common with. But of course, she she's also done her ACL in in the past. Um, I think this is this is her f- first full season recovering from that ACL. I think, um, I think that's right. I think so. We've had we've had lots of conversations about ACLs yeah. already. Of course, can imagine. Yeah, um, of course, of course. So yeah, we 
we are geeking out about ACLs a little bit. But yeah, she's a, she's a really lovely girl, and I think she fits into the group um, quite nicely, actually. Definitely. Well, welcome to the club, um, Holly Turner. Twenty five on the back of the shirt. Um, so yeah, hopefully she'll score our first goal in a few. And of course, kind of gets a former team, Billy Ricky, this Wednesday. We'll get onto that in a bit, of course. Um, a few more things to mention from the game, Blue. Uh, Summer Hughes and, of course, Bonnie Horwood's making their 50 appearances for the club. Landmarks for both of them. We've had um, a few players recently hit that landmark. Of course, uh, Sarah Quantrill did it in the Watford game in the away fixture. In the home game, we saw Summer and Bonnie. Um, I've got to be, give big praise to Summer. You know, last year she broke through and she's really now made 50 appearances of the club. That is just fantastic. And, you know, Bonnie, we've we, we praised her enough. She, she's an unbelievable player. I love Bonnie. But Summer, let's just talk about her briefly because uh, she's got an assist, um, you know, setting up Sarah's goal. But 50 appearances, this is her second full season. Still a young young player, but she's just broke onto the scene, hasn't she? She has, and she has done consistently. I mean, those 50 appearances have come around really quick. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that graphic, I was like, wow, <laughs> someone's got 50 appearances. Um, so fair play to her. And I think she's she's building and growing, and um, she's get, she is getting more confident within the group, which is good. Uh, still yet to get on the pod, and she knows this. I've asked her many, many times, but we're getting close, Ross. She's now even considering it, so we, we're getting there. So, well, you know, hold, well, hold tight, hold tight. Someone might make an appearance this season on the pod. Well, I think um, hopefully she, she will score at some point and mm. uh, that would be the best time to get her on the pod or just if she has a moment, um, she's got to do it. If she, if she hits 100 appearances and she hasn't been on the pod, that is, yeah, I don't know. That, that would be, because Bonnie, Bonnie, of course, has made two appearances on the pod um, and, you know, never player blue. She's, you know, been taking over your captaincy since she'll been injured, but... You know, what a player to have in the squad as well. Yeah, definitely. She's pure quality. Um, one of my favourite things about Bonnie is watching her in a match day warm-up. Yeah. So we'll do the warm-up as normal as a team and then the midfielders will go out, off and ping the balls about. And oh, beautiful to watch. So yeah. beautiful. She's a decent player as well, you know, but yeah. half volleys, oh my God. Um, but yeah, she is, she is class um, and good to have with, with either... Kyra or EK, who are a bit younger, um, I think that balance works quite well. Um, but yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie does is she's consistent and she does things really well. Um, so a good, a really sort of key part of our squad. Definitely. What I like about her when she walks off the pitch, she's got a big squash bottle. Um, <laughs> Robertson, I don't know what it it's is. Always Robertson's. Robertson, Robertson. Yeah, it's like, it's just great. It's just a massive Robertson um, squash bottle, which is just great. That's, that's great. Um, like that. Um, now let's sort of segue blue then on a departure. Um, Zoe Barrett has left the club to join MK Dons, uh, where she actually started her career. I think the RTC or uh, whatever they call it over there. Um, of course, another player that came through the academy, um, broke through, had a good season last year. Um, that's what our breakthrough campaign. You know, she scored. Over 10 goals, uh, was part of that squad, of course, that got to the quarterfinals in the FA Cup um, and was a you know main player in the squad. This year, of course, had some injuries, uh, made a few appearances, but then has gone to MK Dons. Uh, what was she like as a teammate? And yeah, she's gone on to MK Dons and actually she has a good time there. Yeah, she's a really great girl, actually. Um, so she will be missed. Um, I think she's been unlucky this season with in- injuries interrupting sort of her, her flow and rhythm. Um, yeah. But I think the sort of move came about with, where she's she's wanting game time and confidence. And at this point in her career, that's what she needs. Um, so fair, fair play to her for going out and being brave and trying to do that. 
uh, at MK Dons. Um, I think it probably helps that that's where she she sort of developed as a youngster. So um, yeah, I, she will be missed by all of the squad, um, and we all wish her the best of luck um, because yeah, she deserves it. She worked hard and she's a lovely girl. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah, good old Baz. And I'll, I'll miss her, her dad as well. I know her dad yeah. She yeah. needs to travel home and away. Mm-hmm. No, no, just, I don't think you ever missed the game. That I know no, no way too far. Commitment yeah. was ridiculous. Newcastle, maybe, Ply- maybe Plymouth was a bit too far. I know he went to Newcastle, <laughs> but Plymouth, maybe, I don't know. I can't remember if he was there or not. Um, so if he's, I don't know if he could be listening. You never know. He may still tune in. Um, but, but yeah. That's what one thing I love about you know players, parents, you know, just their dedication, home and away. Even just um, you know, EK's parents and even Mega Waring's parents. Uh, I know his, her dad mm. is the leader of the, the supporters. Let's quickly mention the supporters, Blue. Yes, um, yes we on, should. On Sunday, we've got the drummer out. Drums are out now. They've got their own little section, but it's also just good to see some new fans and some new faces as well. Just seeing I'm bumping into, um, and yeah, just great atmosphere and just good to see the numbers creeping up again. Yeah, it was a really good atmosphere, actually. Really, really good atmosphere. Um, the drums made a difference. There was chanting going on. I think at one point the uh, the Watford keeper had a goal kick and there was sort of, you know, the usual going on. Nothing too yeah. outrageous. Um, it's a family occasion. But um, she then shanked it out for a throw-in. I thought, yeah, yeah, we like a bit of that. Yeah. Um, so I love it. I know... All of the squad love it, um, and it it does make a difference because it's it's weird when it's silent. Yeah. Um, so when you have have that chanting and and it was loud as well because I was obviously obviously sat on the bench um, opposite, and you could really you could really hear it. Yeah. Um, so I love it, I, and I hope it continues. So yeah, shout out to supporters group who are organising and making that happen. Um, I know it's a big effort, but uh, thank you. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, when the goal went in, it was just, I loved it, just the noise that, you know, it, it sort of, I don't know if you used the word it erupted, but it, it just felt, it just felt everyone was just was in the moment. It was a mm. big boost. And uh, yeah, so fair play to everyone. And of course, um, just to plug it now, actually, supporters group, if you want to get involved or get some more information, True Blue and everything, um, contact um, the supporter group, uh, ITFC, WOSC, and all the socials. And of course, email them as well um, if you want to get involved and knowing about travel and stuff like that. Of course, we've got a few away games, some big away games still to come. But of course, a lot of good home games at Algier Arena. So get down if you if you can't. And of course, we've got two big games this week. But before we get into that, we've got a few other things to mention. Um, some international blues, uh, blue. Um, Megan, first of all, Megan Waring, first cap for Scotland. And I want to, do you know what? This is an opportunity now, Blue, for me to really praise her because I think she's been fantastic the last yeah. few months. I think since she's broke through, but she has been unbelievable. On Sunday, she was going into slide tackles. Just, I just loved it. I just loved just, She was have no fear. She just went into, there's one, I think I got it actually on a picture and that was just, she just went for it. She lost the ball, then got it and then she has been unbelievable and, you know, once again, another young leader in the squad as well. Such a young girl and she was well deserving her first um, Scotland cap. He said England now. Um, <laughs> yeah, first cap for Scotland, Blue. You know, quickly mentioned for, for Megan because she's been unreal since coming through. I think she has. I think she really has, especially Sunday. Sunday was a really big performance. Um, and although Brazil got player of the match, um, I think Megan was a was a worthy, more than worthy candidate as well. Um, she's one of those people who, 
if the team needed her to run through a brick wall, she would run through that brick wall a hundred times. Um, and you, you need players like that in your team if you want to be a winning team. Um, so yeah, she's, I think since breaking through, it's obviously a hard thing to do as a youngster, especially as at centre back, yeah. um, a crucial position where we like to play out from the back. You need to be calm. You need to be composed on the ball. You need to have confidence and also you need to be able to defend. So yeah, fair play to us. Yeah. And I hope her performances continue to build off, off the back of Sunday and she takes some confidence from that. Um, she leads really well and I can only see that developing as she grows a bit older. Um, so yeah, uh, a really a really good one to look out for, I think. Yeah, definitely. One thing I want to mention, actually, um, I don't know if anyone else saw it, but there was a moment in the game where she may have done a tackle or she sort of went down and she sort of like did a long pass, but she was like in mid-shout, she went, Summer! It was like she was going down and hitting it. Um, I don't know if Megan's listening or whatever, anyone else saw that, but I remember just her just going down to do a tackle or something to ping the ball over to Summer and she was like in mid-shout saying Summer, even though when she was down, I just thought that was just, that was just a funny little moment. So, uh, yeah, big shout-out to Megan. Um, winning our first cap for Scotland. Um, hopefully many more to come. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already mentioned Rosero, but um, goals for both Sarah and Godfrey for England, um, under-19s, of course, which is good to see. And um, also a first cap for Ireland for Abby Smith, part of the under-21s. Of course, made a few appearances in the first team early in the season. But um, great to see Blue, another player winning caps for a country. This time it's Ireland. Yeah, there's a lot of them, isn't there? Um, Abby Smith's a really funny girl. If you've ever yeah. spoken to her, she she's honestly hilarious. Um, <laughs> making me all think about her. But, um, yeah, really pleased for her. I think it's good for for players to get experience outside of outside of club football. It yeah. it changes having different coaches, seeing different things and developing you in different ways. Um, yeah, but it can build confidence. Um, it can give you those experiences of playing international position, which... When you then come back to club football, it's you have a different perspective. Um, so yeah, big shout out to those four um, doing really well, and hopefully they continue that that form for us as well. Yeah, because I think Sarah and Frail, I think they were in Spain. One, I think the camp was in Spain. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure they enjoyed that. <laughs> sure they enjoyed I think that. They said it was quite warm. Yeah. Yeah, there we go then. Nice little bit of uh, some nice warm weather in February for you, which is good to good to see. I think um, Sarah mentioned it in her interview with Kieran for the club um, video after the game. It, you know, having a good week playing international football and then coming into a game on Sunday, I'm sure that's just great. You know, a great week with your with your country and then coming on to play a big game on Sunday, I'm sure it's just a great week all round for Sarah and Fry, which is good to see. Um, now let's mention, of course, Kyra. Good old Kyra Robson uh, winning player of the month for January. She had a very good month and she's had a great, sort of few months since her return from injury blue, isn't she? And uh, I think fully deserving the war for January. And uh, February, who, who should we mention some players who, who should be maybe in the running for that? Yeah, it's difficult. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm beaten so far this month. So I think Kara's in there again. Yeah. I think um, Megan. I think I'd put Megan in there. Um God, there's quite a few. There's there's a few under that go under the radar. Boz is always a consistent performer, has won it previously. Um O'Brien's had some good performances. Scored two obviously goals, got, yeah. Yeah, obviously got that goal against Watford too. Um oh, it's difficult. Yeah, I, look I think to seeing the vote go out. Yeah, I think it's 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 sort of hard to pin one player on it when you've had an unbeaten month. 
Um, you know, clean sheets, you know, two clean sheets back to back. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do look at a defence. You also look at people who've got an assist or, you know, some goals. Um, so, yeah, whenever put, Kieran puts out the nominations, we'll, we'll see and we'll announce, of course, the winner when that goes out. But, um, yeah, good month overall. Uh, now then, Blue, we've got a free game week, a very rare free game week. So we've had what for this Sunday. And then we've got a game on Wednesday night under lights. We haven't had a, a midweek game since the... But well, basically in August when we played Billericay at their place. So, of course, Billericay head to the AJ Arena. We've also got Plymouth um, on Sunday also at AJ Arena. So, three home games in a row, which is which is good for all of us. Lovely. We've had a lot of travelling. We've had a lot of travelling. We just want to go down to Felixstowe and enjoy that. But um, your thoughts on those two games? Billericay, of course, a team that we, we know a lot of because of our, our connection with them in, in the past, in the you know division below. And um, of course, we, we won our first game of the season against them at the start of the season. They're actually fifth, actually. They're doing pretty well since their promotion to the league. So, uh, thoughts on that? And of course, Holly taking on her former side. Yeah, that might be interesting if she does make an appearance against them. Um, I know they're going through quite a yeah quite a series of changes. Um, a lot of players have left. Uh, so, a bit of a is revolution the right word? Probably not. But you know what I mean. A bit of a, a bit of a change within the club. Um, so that I think that either goes one or two ways. You, they either struggle because there's too much change, or actually they will pull together and put out a really good performance and yeah, make it a really tough game. I think we've always always had this thing with Billericay where it's it's a difficult game to win. You really have to earn the right to win that game. Um, so it'll be physical, no doubt. Um, they've got some experienced players, but uh, I do love a game under the lights. That's one of my favourite things. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And then Plymouth on Sunday, obviously a team who was struggling this season, but recent results have, have really picked up. Um, so team in form. Um, and off the back of playing Watford and Billericay, we, we might be a bit a bit jaded. Um but again it's it's at home, so I think that adds a boost. Um so yeah, what a what a great week. Indeed, yeah. We actually didn't mention it in the Watford game. You know, Watford players, I will admit, they did look a bit knackered, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely in the 80th minute, because they, they had a, a free game week. But sometimes you've got to find that extra, that 10% uh, to yeah. get you free. And uh, I'm sure we'll be able to do that against Plymouth. But as you said, yeah, Plymouth have struggled this year. But in the last few weeks, months, have been, I think in 2023, I think they're unbeaten. Yeah. Um, I think they've, they've lost maybe a cup game. But um, in terms of league results, they've got some really good results against teams who are around. I think they beat Bridgewater, they beat um, London Bees, who are down there as well. So they're getting results then. Of course, a long trip for them. We've already done that trip down to Plymouth. Now they've got to do the reverse coming um, to Suffolk. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll be welcoming them um, with open arms, of course, Plymouth, because we know the journey they've got to make. So, uh, of course, safe journey to them. Um, Blue, any other business? I mean, it's going to be a cold evening. It was cold on Sunday, but it's going to be more cold um, down at Asia Arena. Um, so make sure everyone wrap up warm, get yourself down there if you're free. Um, I've actually got some sweets still from the sweet shop. Um, so well, what did you go them. for? What was your choice? Now, I was sort. I'm, I'm such a. I'm, I'm not picky, but I just take it takes me time to pick what I want. And Chris, who is a great, great man, the chairman at um, Felix Stone Walton. He said to me, like, I don't want to rush you, but I am going to rush you because I've got a meal booked in like half an hour. I was like, oh, okay, sorry, mate. And I, so I, I sort of rushed my picking. But um, I've got a few, um, got some eggs. You've got to do fried eggs. Always got to do fried yeah. eggs. Yeah. Um, I've got some sort of jelly mix, which are um, the fizzy jelly mix, so just different ones. Okay. And then also I've got some pencils as well. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. So 
I should have maybe got some maybe chocolate ones, themed ones as well. But I sort of I just panicked. Um, but I think but, I, I think mixing sweets and chocolate in the same bag yeah, is not for me. Sometimes, yeah, because it can also it can rub together and yeah, sort of not, chocolatey, not sweet. Yeah, you don't really want that, do you? But uh, but no. If if little plug there for for Chris, go to the sweet shop before the game. It's open throughout the week, so if you fancy some sweets, go to Felix Stowe. Get a bit out of your way, but uh, yeah, it's it's open on match days. Um, great food down there as well. But yeah, wrap up warm because it's gonna be cold blue. It's gonna be very cold. Um, but yeah, any other business? Any, anything else you want to mention? Anything? Anything we need to know from from the camp? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're just fully preparing oh. for the next two. Go on. Actually, um, of course, I've got to mention this will be Charlie Baxter's final game oh, yes, on yes. Wednesday. Yes. Of course, Charlie, um, assistant manager to Joe, is um, going off to, to Loughborough um, Lightning um, to be their head coach. So he'll be his final game at so Blue. Sort of give us a little insight on, on Charlie as as a you know he's a great he's a great man in terms of just as, as a just a bloke and um, I played fire side of him so shout out he's a good player good little player Charlie um, but just you know overall he's a sleeper he loves to sleep on the coach I'll admit but um, what's he like as a coach and just as, as a person to be around because he's been with us now for two or three years so he's been around he's been part of the the coaching staff for a while but it, it'll be a big loss but all the best for him for the future yeah he's got a really good heart actually. Um... And wants the best, and you know, as players, if you ever have anything you want to work on, Charlie will give you the time of day to to work on it. And his expertise and sessions, and what he's done previously with um, players in the WSL, whatever. Um, so yeah, he will he will be missed, and it's it's come around quite quickly actually. Um, but we obviously wish him the best of luck at Loughborough. Um, and yeah, he, he he will be missed, and I've sort of enjoyed working with him over the past. Was it a couple of years? Um, lose track of time. Um, it's yeah, it's been nice to have a different point of view from someone who ha- isn't from the area and has different experiences, and um, he's got a lot of them. Um, so that's been really good to share and learn from. Um, but yeah, like I said, we we wish wish him the best of luck. Uh, I think everyone in the club shares that view. Definitely. Well, big up Charlie Baxter and uh, big up these two games. Um, if you're free, come down. Be that extra voice, be that 12th person, player, whatever you call it. Um, <laughs> just come and support the girls. Uh, some big games going into that promotion push. Blue, thanks for joining me as ever. Um, take it away. Big up John Fowler Solicitors for sponsoring the podcast as ever. Mark Kennedy, Blue, take it away. Thank you for listening. Wednesday evening, after work, after school, after college, whatever it is, get yourself down to the AJL Arena. 7.45 kickoff. Um, if you can't make that Sunday, we're then playing Plymouth, 2 p.m. kickoff at the AJL Arena. A few home games coming up, so yeah, get yourself down um, as we sort of end our season in the final few games. Um, exciting times, but yeah, once again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>